Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsia Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on TikTok and Instagram. The Jesus Witch Podcast is a show dedicated to opening the conversation about including Jesus in witchery practices. The goal of this podcast is to not be evangelical. The goal is to spread the love, light, truth, acceptance, and oneness that is Jesus Christ himself. Here at the Jesus Witch Podcast, we believe all people are loved by God and all people are loved by Jesus. We believe in community and the power of fellowship. We believe in giving whatever you reasonably can to help your neighbor who's in need. And above all, we believe in the power of creating a relationship with Jesus that is authentic and unique to you. Join me for new episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast every single Monday and be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsia Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on both TikTok and Instagram. On today's episode, we're going to talk all about cancer season. We'll discuss the important transits that are happening during the season, magical workings that you should do, and we'll even read an excerpt of the book, the only astrology book you'll ever need to learn a little bit more about the legend behind cancer. And as always, Patreon supporters of the Jesus Witch Podcast listen to this episode a week early and ad-free. They also got the extended show notes page for this episode, which includes all of the dates of the important transits written down, as well as the spell works written down, and all the things that we discuss today will be written in the show notes page for Patreon supporters. Every single Patreon supporter of the Jesus Witch Podcast gets episodes early and ad-free as well as the extended show notes page, but there are also tiers of my Patreon that will help with your Jesus Witch education. I have tiers where I share my personal spells that I write for my own practice that are based on the Bible. I also share tarot spreads that'll help you connect to your deck as well as source and Jesus through the cards. I even have tiers where you get happy mail from me each month where I send you a package with goodies inside of it to create a spell and then we'll get on Zoom together and actually cast the spell over a Zoom. And finally, I have a tier where I offer one-on-one support with you. So each month we'll get on a Zoom call for about 20 minutes, talk about your practice, the things that you are working on and deconstructing through and how I could help you on your witchy journey. And since this episode, along with the Litha episode, are my two final episodes for season two of the Jesus Witch Podcast, and I'm going to be taking a week off of uploading so that I can record um, a few more podcast episodes for you. Today, when these episodes are released to the public, our Patreon supporters, no matter what tier you're in, get a spell page of a Bible-based spell made by me that'll help you during your Litha and Cancer season celebrations. If you're interested in supporting the Jesus Witch Podcast by becoming a patron, click the link that's in the show notes page, and there's a bunch of other ways to help support the show in the show notes page as well, so you could check those out too. Anyway, without further ado, let's talk about Cancer season. Cancer is the fourth sign of the zodiac. It is the cardinal water sign. Cardinal signs happen during the solstices. So in the northern hemisphere, when cancer season happens, we're going to be celebrating the summer solstice. And in the southern hemisphere, they are going to be celebrating the winter solstice when the sun moves into cancer. Cancer is ruled by the moon and it's a very nurturing and motherly sign. Cancers at a base level are also known for being highly intuitive and extremely emotional like the moon because the moon moves in phases. So Cancer's emotion kind of moves in phases as well. They are represented by the crab. So sometimes Cancers can come off like they have a really hard exterior, but inside Cancers are big emotional softies. And honestly, I would compare Cancer a lot to Taurus. It has very similar vibes, except Cancer I would say is a lot more emotional and Taurus is a lot more like grounded. 
However, both of these signs love to be cozy. They love to be at home. They love good food. Like, they're the same sign except different elements. You cannot change my mind on that one. But overall, Cancer is just a really sweet, homey sign. Really likes to be secure and looks for things that makes it feel very stable. Um, cancer just so happens to be one of my favorite signs because my first son, Dexter, is a Cancer rising. Um, and it's just, it's an awesome sign. And the other thing I've noticed about Cancers is they're extremely resilient people. Um, I don't think a lot of people put resiliency to cancer but I found that like just like the moon can go in phases like even though their emotions may get the better of them sometimes they are able to work through it and come out on the the, the better end of, of things and not let um, all of life's worries really 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 drag them down I find that cancers are a very resilient bunch of people so let's talk about some major astrological transits that are happening during cancer season. So first, on June 21st, the sun is moving into the sign of cancer. Um, then the next day, on the 22nd of June, Venus is entering the sign of Gemini. So that's going to be like a really interesting thing. Like anybody born on the actual day that the sun moves into cancer is going to have a Venus in Taurus, um, which is where Venus rules, you know, Venus rules over the sign of Taurus. And it's like a very, just a great Venus sign to have. Both my husband and I have Venus in Taurus. So people born that day on June 21st <laughs> are going to have both that like Tyrrhenian aspects to them and those cancer aspects to them but then the next day we're going to move into Venus and Gemini so these people are going to be a little bit more playful you might find that in like love it's a little bit more playful a little bit more flirty there's a lot more communication done with money earning um, and this is also a good time to look into your chart and see where Gemini is right and see how you can incorporate if you're somebody who's a small business owner like I am right how can you incorporate some Gemini themes into your business during the time that Gemini is transiting through Venus because Venus is like a money planet right so Venus denotes like how we can make money and in our chart wherever Gemini is that's where Venus is going to be transiting so trying to bring like things in um, a little bit more that way so my Venus is in or sorry my Gemini is in the eighth house so for me, it would be a lot more like communication about like the dead and like talking to spirit and maybe like exploring that kind of stuff, if that makes sense. So again, just looking in your chart, where's Gemini? And if, especially if you're a small business owner or you have like some sort of like commissions to your job or like sales, you know what I'm saying? Just incorporating themes of that house into the way that you're working and see, see if it helps. See if it helps make you a little bit more profit during the time that Venus transits through Gemini. And now a quick break from this week's episode to talk about a few ways you can help support the show. If you're really loving the Jesus Witch podcast and want more content and more resources to help you in your own Jesus Witchery practice, the Jesus Witch podcast now has a Patreon. There are four different tiers of our Patreon. The first one is the Fool, where you get ad-free and early episodes of the Jesus Witch podcast. The second one is the Magician, where you get everything that you got in the Fool, as well as grimoire pages for your spellbook with Jesus Witch-specific spells. You'll also get grimoire pages 
pages of the major arcana tarot cards and how they connect back to christianity and the bible at least two different tarot spreads per month that you could try with your cards and a personalized three card reading from me every single month the next tier up is the hierophant and in that tier you get everything from both the fool and the magician tiers as well as monthly spellcasting zooms and happy mail from me the fourth and final tier is the high priestess tier and with the high priestess tier you get everything from the fool magician and hierophant tiers as well as a 20 minute one-on-one -on -one call with me every single month over zoom to discuss your practice and the ways that you can grow your faith as a jesus witch if you want to become a patron click the link in the show notes page the next way you could support the show is by shopping at the sun and moon oily co which is my etsy shop over on the sun and moon oily co you can grab astrology readings with me tarot readings with me and my bible based body oil spells there are so many different types of spells on my shop and each and every one of them are based off of a different bible verse and these spells are pre-charged by me and I put all of my good intentions and all of my energy into them. To shop the Sun and Moon Oily Co, click the link in the show notes page. Essential oils are a vital tool in my practice and when it comes to oils, I only trust Young Living Essential Oils because of their seed to seal promise. This promise ensures to me that I am getting the highest quality essential oils. Plants that become Young Living Essential Oils never have had pesticides on them. The oils themselves only contain plant material. No alcoholic solvents or artificial fragrances or fillers are added to these essential oils. If you're interested in learning more about Young Living and my favorite oils, click the link in my show notes page. Or if you're interested in grabbing some oils but not sure which ones would fit you, book a 15-minute consultation with me and let's talk all about your needs and oils that would help suit them. The link to book a consultation or to grab oils with me can be found in the show notes page. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast, and now let's get back to the show. Then on the 28th of June, we're having Neptune go retrograde. This is a really good time to reevaluate your relationship with spirit and your relationship with things that might be a little bit more indulgent for you. So like drugs, alcohol, foods, um, you know, things that you have that may be like more guilty pleasures that are not necessarily healthy for you. Kind of like reevaluating your relationship with that, why you do those things and how you could let go of those things um, or at least like modify them so you could be a little bit more healthy. But again, as I said before, for. this is also a good time to reevaluate your relationship with spirit so how are you connecting to spirit how are you viewing the spirit world like are you viewing it through your own lens or a lens that's been given to you by somebody else like really just evaluating this and seeing if your belief system aligns with who you truly are also on June 28th, we are going to be having a new moon in Cancer, which is totally going to be an emotional moon. Um, but if you're a part of our Jesus Witch Church, which is our free Discord community for anybody who's like interested in Jesus Witchery or adding the Bible into their spell work or just wants like a cool group of people to like hang out with in cyberspace, we're going to be having on the 28th, we're going to be having a new moon circle where like I get bay leaves and I write everybody's intentions on a bay leaf and I burn one for everybody so like the smoke prayers go up to heaven because of like that verse in revelation and we pull some moonology cards and it's just like a really good time to like get together and manifest and just celebrate the moon so if you would like to join us for that circle be sure to be in the discord group in the jesus witch church and that's going to be happening on june 28th at 8 30 p.m eastern time then on the 4th of july on america's birthday <laughs> um technically america's birthday is july 3rd but you know we don't talk about that because that's the actual day that the declaration of independence was <laughs> signed but um there's a little bit of my american history nerd coming out for you but anyway on july 4th we're gonna have palace entering the sign of gemini 
in astrology, palace has a lot to do with your intelligence and the way that you make decisions, particularly within relationships. Where Venus is how you like fall in love, palace will be how you make decisions and move through that relationship. And it's particularly important if your natal palace has like some sort of aspect, a significant aspect to one of your personal planets. So one of your big six, your sun, moon, rising, Venus, or Mercury or Mars. So that's your big six. But overall, Pallas is just an asteroid that's really good to look at for problem solving, especially, again, if it has an aspect to your big six. On July 5th, Mars, the sign of action, is going to be moving into the slower, more subdued sign of Taurus. So this is going to be a time where action is kind of slowed down a little bit and more thought out. Um, but it's also a good time to take steadfast steps into approaching your goals and steps that are like long lasting Taurus is all about building stability and since Mars is all about action taking steps that could be longer lasting and like just benefit your life as a whole versus like for a short period of time would be beneficial during this transit. On July 5th, we also have Mercury moving into the sign of Cancer. So it's going to be like a little bit more emotional language. Um, then on July 6th, we have the first quarter moon in the sign of Libra. Then on July 13th, that is when we are having the full moon in the sign of Capricorn. When it comes to full moons, you always, to just know what sign the full moon is occurring in, you look at the opposing sign of whatever's in the sun. So the opposing sign of Cancer, which which is going to be the sun sign at the time is Capricorn, which is why the full moon is in Capricorn. And again, on July 13th, we are going to be having a full moon circle in the Jesus Witch Church at around 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. And we are going to celebrate the full moon by learning all about it, the crystal correspondences, colors, oils, um, all the things. It's going to be a really fun time to just come let go of the things that didn't serve you through this moon cycle and learn a little bit more about the moon in general. So I hope you hang out with us for that. And that again is going to be in the Jesus Witch Church, which is our free Discord group. And if you're not in the Jesus Witch Church yet, what are you doing? Just click the link. Come join us. We're not going to bite. We're going to oh, welcome you with open arms and you're going to find like the best friends you'll ever meet. <laughs> Then on July 17th, we have Venus entering into the sign of Cancer. On July 19th, Mercury is entering into the sign of Leo. And then to close Cancer season off on July 20th, we have the last quarter moon in the sign of Aries. So now that we know all about the major astrological transits that are happening during Cancer season and the major players for Cancer season of 2022, let's talk about how we can work with the energy of Cancer. Firstly, this is a time that I highly recommend you focus on growing your emotional intelligence and your mental health. Cancer is a very emotional sign and this will be definitely be a heightened emotional point of the year. So it's important while emotions are running rampant and feelings are high and all these things to take care of your mental health and yourself. If you've been neglecting your mental health, this is the time to find a new plan of action and learn coping healthy mechanisms. This is also a good time for you to learn how to have boundaries with your emotions. How can you be there for other people while also making sure that you're healthy? This also might be a really good time for you to start journaling and letting go of some of those more unhealthy and harder emotions that you may be harboring up inside of your vessel. 
Also, since Cancer represents the mother in astrology, this is a really good time to reparent and nurture yourself. Focus not only on your inner child, but how you can make that inner child feel loved and truly cared for and make your adult self feel loved and truly cared for. What kind of guidance do you need as an adult? What kind of space do you need held for your growth, right? Hold that space for yourself. Be the mom to yourself that you don't have, especially if you do not have a relationship with your earthly mother. How can you care for yourself more thoroughly? What parts of yourself are you neglecting? What needs to be addressed and nurtured? For magical workings and spells, this is a really good time to include the divine feminine, the mother goddess, the queen of heaven, mother Mary, Asherah, the holy spirit into your spell work. Because again, cancer rules over the mother. So right now is a good time to call in the mother. And it doesn't matter what divine feminine you work with. This is a good time to call upon her. This is when the divine feminine really shines in the sky. And we want to honor her and honor her place as the mother role. Cancer season is also a really good time to focus on manifestation, creating, and growth, particularly when it comes to financial abundance since cancer is a money sign. But like I say, it's all fine and dandy to create a money bowl and cast a money spell and wish that abundance onto you, right? But what practical steps are you going to take to allow spirit to bring that financial gain to you? You can't just light a candle and say, I'm going to be a millionaire and then sit there passively waiting for somebody to drop a million dollars into your bank account. That's not what's going to happen, right? That's just, that's just not how it works. But what you could do is write, light a candle, say, I'm going to be a millionaire and then develop a really awesome consumer product and bring it to market and become a millionaire that way but because you're manifesting and you have the power of spirit and magic behind you your path is going to be a little easier flowing than it would be without that assistance behind you if that makes sense magic is awesome magic works wonders but you always have to do the mundane with the magical because balance is what makes things effective especially when we're here on this physical plane you have to incorporate the physical and working within the world for your magic and your spirit stuff to work, right? If we're working within this plane, then we have to work with this plane. We have to play the play the game, play the game of life, essentially, right? Yeah, okay, you got what I'm saying. Anyway, <laughs> the next thing that would be really good, the next kind of spell that would be really good to do during cancer season are spells to increase your intuition. Also during cancer season would be a good time to do intuition games or if you've been thinking about starting a tarot practice, maybe starting it now since you know the intuition is high and heightened in the world. My biggest piece of advice for people who are just starting to learn how to do tarot, one, get yourself a really, really good deck. I highly recommend the Lightseer's Tarot because it's just absolutely beautiful. There's so many different types of people that are represented within the deck. It's so colorful. It has just an exquisite energy and exquisite vibe. Um, so that's the deck I personally use and recommend, but it doesn't matter. Whatever deck calls to you and resonates with you, use that. And then I recommend pulling a card every morning, asking what is the energy of this day going to look like? Just observe the card, see it, right? Then go live your life, live your day, have whatever day you have, come back home, look at the card again and tie back the themes of that card to what happened to you in your day to start learning about the energy of that card and that will help grow your intuition as well as your own vocabulary your own psychic vocabulary of those cards and what they mean for you now let's talk about a couple of essential oils that would be really awesome for cancer one lavender for comfort two young living's release to let go of any negative emotions or behaviors three young living's grounding in order 
order to connect with the divine feminine. And then finally, Idaho blue spruce or some other high frequency essential oil to create a cozy environment. And finally, the Bible verse that I am associating with cancer season is Joshua 25, 15, which says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And simply, I am attributing this verse to cancer season because cancer rules over the home. And this is like one of my favorite, favorite, favorite Bible verses to use in home magic. Actually, this month on our Patreon on the Jesus Witch Patreon, um, the spell that I'm going to be uploading, one of the two spells that I'm going to be uploading to Patreon this month is going to be using this Bible verse. And I love using it for home magic. It feels so cozy and it's just a really great way to dedicate your home to the Lord and to Jesus and to bringing that higher vibration into the earth. And I feel like this is a really good spell to cast during um, cancer season and using this verse specifically during cancer season is really is a really good idea because again, cancer rules over the home. So now that we learned about the transits that are going on during cancer season and some correspondence for the sign of cancer, let's learn about the lore behind the sign itself. So I am reading out of the only astrology book you'll ever need by Joanne Martine Wolfock. And this book, literally the only astrology book you'll ever need. It is so comprehensive. It has like literally everything. It's awesome. Um, inside of here, there's a little section towards the back that tells you the legend behind each of the zodiac signs. So I'm going to read for you the legend behind Cancer, just because I find like this is very interesting to read and I like reading it each month. It's very um, cool information. So the fourth sign of the zodiac is symbolized by a crab, a water creature that is also capable of walking on land. We know that the crab symbol was placed in the zodiac some 500 years before Christ. The Pleiadians gave it the name Cancer or Crab because the crab's backward or oblique movement appeared to represent the sun's movement upon reaching the sign. When the sun reached the sign of Cancer around June 21st, it seemed to remain stationary for a few days. The sun's entry into Cancer begins the summer solstice. The very word solstice signifies the sun standing still. In Egypt, the constellation was called the Stars of the Water. And it was represented by two turtles. This may have been because the constellation was seen at dawn when the Nile was at its lowest. The Nile turtles were rather plentiful at that time of year. Many astrologers think that Cancer the Crab is a meddling of the Egyptian turtles and the Babylonian water creature called Alul, which apparently was a kind of tortoise. All three water creatures, turtle, tortoise, and crab, are similar in important ways. They, were, they resemble each other in form and all are hard-shelled and move slowly, like the sun's movement on entering Cancer. According to the Greek legend, Cancer is the giant crab that attacked the foot of Hercules while he was engaged in battle with the monstrous nine-headed serpent Hydra. Hercules, the son of the god Jupiter and mortal woman Aquamania, had been sent on 12 difficult and heroic undertakings known as the 12 labors of Hercules. One of Hercules' labors was to say the evil serpent Hydra. Hercules was having his hands full as the crab attacked for every time Hercules cut off one of Hydra's heads, two more grew in its place. The crab's attack on Hercules was insignigated insignigated? I can't pronounce that word. I'm sorry. By Juno, Jupiter's jealous wife, who was set on Hercules' destruction. Unfortunately, the giant's crab's attack sealed its own doom, for Hercules crushed it before proceeding to dispatch the Hydra. However, legend has it 
that Juno was grateful for the crab's attempt to carry out her orders. As rewards for its obedience and sacrifice, she placed the crab's figure in the heavens along with the other heroic symbols. That one was super interesting, and I really like how the book told us a little bit of the history behind cancer for several different cultures and helped us really paint a full image of why the picture of the, the cancer is the crab and a little bit about how it became a zodiac sign to begin with. So that is all I have for you for this episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. I really, truly appreciate you being here and listening to this episode. Now, this one is going to be a rarity where I'm uploading two episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast at once. So I'm also uploading our Litha episode, which is how to celebrate the summer solstice, essentially. So go listen to that episode as well. Um, And if you would like to grab a Litha Cancer Season inspired spell that also has Bible verses in it, check out the Patreon because that's going to be uploaded today, the day that this podcast goes live for the public. Um, That's going to be going live on Patreon. (laughs) The Patreon link along with the links to anything else that was talked about in this episode, including our Jesus Witch Church, which is our Discord community, can be found in the show notes page. So go check those all out. Um, And don't forget to give me a follow on TikTok and on Instagram, Lena the Jesus Witch. I would love to connect with you. But now let's do our verse of the day. So we're going to have Jesus pick the verse of the day. Oh, I'm using my loving words from Jesus Oracle. This is by Doreen Virtue. And I like to let him pick his verses for the day just from here when, when, you know, when I can. Anyway, this verse is John 16, 24, asking you shall receive that your joy may be full. Love that verse. Such a good one. But anyway, thank you again for listening to this week's episode. And um, like, I'll see you in like a second for our Litha episode. Okay, cool. Bye.